forever. Dog. Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And welcome to our podcast. Scary Scary Stories stories to Tell on the Pod. pod. This is a chatty comedy podcast about spooky things. Uh, So think of it like um, a mysterious fingernail on a very kind, normal person that's a little bit too long that you have to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) When when you said on after mysterious fingernail, I was picturing a food and then you said kind mysterious and i was like okay sandwich (laughs) yeah that i a a kind mysterious sandwich is my preferred lunch you need a little bit of spice but a little bit of familiar yeah it's sitting on the counter with no explanation and it has a note that says for you yeah in like in like block lettering (laughs) like Um, woodcut so uh, Chris and I just arrived at his parents' house on Long Island, New York, um, and uh, Chris received like a political letter, but it's it looks as though it is handwritten on like a yellow legal pad, which he was like, this person is a psychopath. <laughs> what kind of letter? It's like, hello. It does not. It's like the, the, um, the address is Chris. It looks like it's written in in blue pen. And then yeah, yellow legal pad. It's like, "Hello, I am this person representing this, and here's why you should elect me." And it's very bizarre until we realized that it is not individually written. It is like it was like a letter that was scanned and then printed on legal pad paper. But then that's even crazier, Anna. God, they will stop at nothing to trick the elderly. That's it. That's it. The elderly are notoriously easy to trick, and the, people keep leveling up. The elderly, all they want is a handwritten political letter. <laughs> I miss the days when politicians would handwrite letters to their constituents. <laughs> Just to hoard more wealth before dying <laughs> on a boat. Um, that sucks so bad. Yeah. Oh, God. I guess Christopher Ryan does sound like an isolated elderly man i know i know the only way it could be worse is if his name is like abner abernathy <laughs> for him you just have to send a a, a note that says wait yeah <laughs> stand ready abner <laughs> they're coming for you oh my god yeah i chris and i are from the same hometown and i was home for a classic um dentist um <laughs> dentist event yesterday <laughs> and um i was seeing a lot of Different, like there are a ton of Blue Lives Matter, yeah, um, ribbons sort of tied to everything, which I know what that is. And then they also now, I don't know if you've seen it over by Chris, but they have, I've seen pink and teal ribbons oh. as well. And I don't know what those are. I mean, are, are pink and what, what color is teal? Um, healthcare? Is it like, is it like light blue? Is teal like light blue? Oh yeah. It's like a turquoise. So or like a green. Aren't those like the, aren't like those the trans flag colors? Are they? Or is it just for, or is it, oh. or is it um people on the right not understanding and being like, that's for oh, boy and girl. There are only well, two. 
isn't the trans flag like a like a a sky blue? Oh, maybe it's a sky. T. I don't know my colors very well. Wow, Andrew, this is fascinating. Yeah, you're really an ink drawing guy. Yeah, yeah, it, that is that is sort of my um. That's my gay mystery spot. <laughs> that is not what I meant to call it at gay all. Gay mystery spot. <laughs> that is not what I meant to call it. <laughs> Wait, okay, I looked it up. I found a charm from fundraisingforacause.com. Oh, good. And it says pink, purple, and teal ribbon charms, but it doesn't say what it's for. Right. Yeah, because like pink, white, and sky blue, I believe, are the trans fly colors, but wow. Yeah, yeah, no, it's... it's but teal is a whole different story. It's yeah, it's really more like a light green. Oh, interesting. Pink and teal ribbon. Um, it could be breast cancer and then ovarian is teal. Oh, that might be. Yeah. Who but picks the colors, everybody? Does anyone know how this works? It's um it's Beth. Oh Beth. <laughs> it's Beth. That's like the only things left are brown and brown. Oh God, Beth. It's for it's for it's for foot cancer. It's for Soiling yourself on vacation. God, I mean, how close have we all gotten? Yeah. I flipped the script by shitting my pants before going on vacation a few years ago. Listen, the night yeah. before. Get it out of the way. The, pack your bag the day in advance. Mess yourself the night before you travel. Mess yourself. That's, that's actually more <laughs> that a is, more vile way yeah, of saying shit. That's yourself. exactly it. I really, I really regret saying both gay mystery spot and mess yourself. I've never said <laughs> either of those things. Your Honor, I have never said either of those things in my life. Andrew, the podcast is coming to a close. You can't come up with this many catchphrases now. I know. I'm really um, just annihilating any goodwill the gentle listeners have had left for me. <laughs> Good. That's that's the best way. We send them off into the woods, pretend we're mad so that they walk away. Yeah, he said, mess yourself. Anna, I, I believe you have a story from a gentle listener to share with us today. A very gentle listener. Um, I had a dream that I made love to Alyssa Milano. When do I say <gasps> that? Wow. Um, what? Why has she been on your mind? I could not ever answer that question. I have no idea. Mm. Oh, maybe she was in an episode of 30 Rock or something. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, that's a great. Way downtown. That, <laughs> walking fast. Yeah. Um, faces past and she's charmed. Yeah. Wow. And it was it was it. An, did did you feel like you guys had a good connection? It was a weird thing where we were in a movie and I was like assuming the form of a man mm -hmm. and we were doing it to keep a um, a demon away from us where it was like, if we're doing it, the demon won't attack or something. <laughs> wow. Oh, Anna. I went to bed dehydrated. You know the thing where you're like, I'm thirsty and I'm going to bed and yeah, it's oh. like, I should get up and get a cup of water and you're like, oh, I'm going to sleep. Go away. Yeah, I do. Very I did much that. that. I did that. And it. It turned out like that. That's really hard. Yeah, I um, Chris and I watched uh, with with our friends Mike Spence and Alex Song. I still know what you did last summer together the other oh, night. Oh, and there was it, there was kind of a shock where, I mean, listen, like Freddie Prince Jr. is obviously an incredibly attractive person who has aged very well and is also incredibly attractive now. Um, but there's like there's like another boy in the movie who's kind of a dope and who ends up spoiler alert twenty three years late. Um, he ends up being the killer uh, oh. who Chris and I were like, I don't know, like this, that person is more our type. And Alex and Mike were scandalized by that. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think I think to me, there is a tipping point in late 90s heartthrobs where it's like once someone is so attractive, it almost becomes abstract to me. 
And Freddie Prince Jr. Right. is one of those people. He is like a he is like a genetically engineered attractive person. You know. Yeah, yeah. Where you're like, I know what this is. Where yeah, <laughs> where like you're walking through Madison Square Park or like a subway station in Times Square, and there's a man wearing a scarf and he's like ma'am you have such beautiful hair it's like <laughs> i know this scam you're gonna sell me a fucking salon package that i can't cash in just... i know what this is like hi i look like this yeah okay i know what that is yeah. you're just attractive <laughs> and i know why that okay yeah like you can see it coming a mile away and it pisses you off oh my gosh anna you are um you're exactly right i think for me that like i when something is a little bit wrong with you, instantly, I am more clued in. Oh, yeah, because then you person. Yes, then you person, exactly. And we famously like people on the podcast. <laughs> we are a pro-person podcast, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this email comes to us from a listener named Allie. Allie. And the subject line is, ghost baby? <laughs> <laughs> I love a question in a subject. It's it it asks the question. <laughs> Hi, Anna and Andrew. Longtime lurker, first time writer, Allie here. I found your podcast many moons ago and it has gotten me through the pandemic, trademark. Good. <laughs> with giggles and joy. I will be sad to see it go and miss my time with you each week. With is in quotes. That's nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, actually Allie is in both of our houses. She's one half, one half. It's very bodies exhibit. Yeah, very much. Yeah. yeah. But she signed up for it. She actually threatened if they didn't use her. I know. <laughs> she held a little knife. You will. Yeah. You will desiccate my body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we'll, we're going to miss it too, Ellie. <laughs> no. Um, now, my parents live in a house that's straight up haunted. So I thought about writing in to regale you with experiences we've had. But those are capital letters actually scary <gasps> not just scary light trademark <laughs> parentheses other than the asshole ghost that continually locks my sister's bedroom door causing my mom to leave a wooden shish kebab skewer on the top of her door I, a wooden shish kebab skewer is the mom's um like every man's it, tool it can do yes. everything yeah like in the like in the saint triptych of mother she'd be holding a wooden shish kebab yes. skewer it can do anything yeah it can do anything you can put you know what you can do with it what, what can you vegetables do? vegetables you can do vegetables vegetable if a and kid, soak it first so it doesn't go on fire if a kid breaks her arm you can you if she has an itchy <laughs> arm she can use it to scratch <laughs> or you know she breaks it and it's a it's a lean month you can uh put it along the arm and uh tape <laughs> it up. it's a new splint yeah it's good. It works. That it only works for, works for little tiny skinny kids, though. Don't if you yeah. gotta. Yeah, it worked for Kelsey. Wave hi, Kelsey. Oh, her arm, <laughs> yeah, doesn't. She can't do it. She's kind of always waving. Really, she's yeah. always waving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, people think she's friendly, <laughs> <laughs> and it's good for s'mores. It's really good for s'mores. <laughs> if you're as soon as you have a child, you say s'mores a little bit wrong. S'mores, yeah, s'mores. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That asshole ghost. My God. That one is just annoying. Anyway, I live in Michigan, but recently went to Florida for a wedding and ended up getting COVID. Thanks, Florida. No. I'm sorry. But yeah, Florida's going to do that. And I hate to say that's true. It's going to happen. What a. It sucked to get married and then people get COVID at your wedding. Yes, I know. I'm grateful every day. Chris's brother's wedding. No one got COVID. It it is amazing. And I know. Listen. 
I know that um, you can still get COVID when you're fully vaccinated, although the effects are uh, significantly reduced. But um, yeah, everyone had to be vaccinated at Chris's wedding, at Chris's brother's wedding, Chris's wedding, where it's the 21st century, everybody. <laughs> we are flying by this. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is how we, we release that you guys invented COVID in 2015. Yes. Uh, but yeah, but but somehow, miraculously, nobody got COVID. But yeah, everybody, please, please get that booster if you can. Uh, yeah, for like the small subset of our listenership who yeah, are anti-vax, but also would do what we say. <laughs> <laughs> Just get it. You'll feel smug. You will feel so smug. Yeah. Who couldn't use feeling more smug? It always it's like a little blanket. Yeah. That won't make you sweat. <laughs> get boosted. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. I live in Michigan, recently went to Florida for a wedding and ended up getting COVID. Thanks, Florida. I'm fortunately fully vaccinated, so my symptoms were pretty minor and mainly were just a lot of exhaustion. Ugh. At the end of my quarantine, my mom asked me to come over to their house to just relax and hang out. When I got there, neither she nor my dad were home, so I took a sauna. <gasps> uh, oh. My parentheses, my dad is a youper, so a sauna is basically as essential as a toilet. Andrew... Pause. Yes. What is a youper? Okay, I have two guesses. Either a youper is a cryptozoological creature with large ears who uses them to fly, or I think it's someone from Michigan. I think it's like a Michigander. I think you're right. I My guess was that it's like in uh, Pennsylvania, there's Yinzers. Oh, Yinzers. Oh, yeah. A native or inhabitant of the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Oh, okay, great. And then on Google, the the people also ask questions that propagate are, what is a youper girl? What do youpers say? What is a youper slang? What do youpers call people from Wisconsin? Andrew, would you like to guess? <laughs> what do they call them? Trolls. Wow. <laughs> I Wait, no, sorry. That's lower Michiganders. Okay. Okay. Because they live below the Mackinac Bridge. Oh. This is... That's, too involved. That's How do mean. you become a youper? Oh. <laughs> it's a lot like a, it's a lot like becoming a werewolf. Oh there are many different ways. Yeah. <laughs> Pause. According to youper tradition, um, I hold on, hold on. I, hold on. <laughs> According to youper tradition, you have to be able to bear the cold, fish, or hunt, and you might have in your closet a pair of original Iverson snowshoes to pank the snow. Pank There's the a sn- slight debate in town if a youper has to be born here. Pank? What's going on in Michigan? I don't know. I think it's just cold enough. Like in the Upper Peninsula, it's cold enough and there's f- too few people. Yeah. That things, they're like, what if it's this? And then there's no one around to say yes or no. And that's just what it is. Yeah. Michigan does feel kind of like an experiment where a bunch of scientists were like, well, let's just see how society changes if in this one state we have them call soda pap, you know? Yeah. Pap. Pap. <laughs> okay. There are so many ways to describe a youper. I think some people characterize it as a person who has swampers on and who wears camouflage. Swamp. Lindsay Hamilla, a charitable youper, said. Youpers usually eat pastries, venison, that's about it, James Kolke said, an outdoorsy youper. Really hearty food that is going to stay with you as you are outdoors all day, shoveling your driveway out, Bennett said. According to you, uh, I was once told that if you've survived seven winters, you can call yourself a youper. But I'm afraid to call myself a youper. They get kind of defensive about that. But I don't know. Surviving 20 winters is pretty good, Doug Barry said, an honorary youper. Wow. 
This oh is God. really wild. Is is Michigan is Michigan America's Wales? Andrew, I, it has to be because like people forget about the Upper Peninsula, which is the little thing that hangs off of Canada. Yeah, I think it's Wales. I think you're right. <laughs> Sorry, I just I didn't know that I was gonna learn a bunch of new words today. Uper pank, pank. Yeah, that one really that one really threw me. I also like the first question and how it was phrased, what is a youper girl? Because it makes me think <laughs> that the person is asking, what is a youper two girl? Like, what is a youper what, girl? What is a youper girl? Yeah. Like a drunk newscaster trying to continue yeah. an interview. I don't have any more um, similes. No. no, yeah. This one feels very much like Diane Sawyer in the 2012 election night. Like, what is a youper girl? Yeah. Allie's dad is a youper. We all know what that is now. Okay. But this is great. She was at their house and after having COVID, getting the sauna, that must feel good. Yeah, amazing. I grabbed a beer, hooked my phone up to the Bluetooth machine player pod and Mm. had my sauna. Later that night, my dad went to coach hockey. So it was just my mom and I. This is so youper. Uh, Classic youth behavior. (laughs) I had Grey's Anatomy on Netflix and we were watching Meredith, Christina and co solve a medical conundrums. All of a sudden, we hear a child screaming in despair. (gasps) Now, the scene on Grey's did not involve children, so this was dot, 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 odd. We look at each other and, in unison, ask, do you hear that? (gasps) Oh, my God. The night this happened coincided with our first snowfall, and despite the fact that this happens every year, people seem to forget about it and drive like fools, so there are accidents. Typically not in their neighborhood, as it's a thoroughly residential area, but we think that maybe there has been an accident and some kid found their way to my parents' front door. So anyway, we creep to the front door and nothing. No one on the road, no footprints in their yard, nothing. Complete silence. The wailing had stopped. Ugh. We look at each other a little more than creeped out, but back to the TV room to continue watching Grey's. I did shut the basement door because ghosts and murderers famously can't open a basement door. (laughs) This has been proven. We know this. Yes. The FBI is begging you to close your basement door. (laughs) Prevent all crime. If you don't have a basement, you're fucked. This is why Florida is so crazy. Yeah, that's true. There's no basement door to close. They can just come on in. That's exactly it. Literally 30 seconds after we sat back down, the screaming starts again. (gasps) Now we are completely wigged out. My mom has now called their next door neighbor, Denny, and I are beginning to walk back towards the front of the house, phone in hand, in case I need to throw it at a murderer or ghost. Good. That, gentle podcast hosts, is when I realize where the noise is actually coming from. The Bluetooth machine. (laughs) (laughs) I look at my phone and realize it has somehow opened reels on Instagram And the video, playing on a loop, is dogs reacting to babies crying. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) My phone is the ghost. The ghost is is my phone. I yell to my mom that our deaths are not imminent and Denny doesn't need to come over to exercise the house or duel with a murderer or whatever she thought he'd be able to do for us. And we make a couple of hot toddies to calm our nerves. The rest of the night was uneventful and quiet, but I was so thrilled to finally have a scary story that wasn't to share with the two of you and everyone else. Oh, Thank you both for all of the laughs and retellings of the stories that made me the creepy little weirdo I am today. 
I sincerely hope we'll hear from you two in the future. With deepest gratitude, Allie. Now get out. <laughs> Allie, Allie. This is so good. I it's love really good. I love when an Instagram Wait. reel leads to horror. Jason's she she ate. Okay. Hi. <laughs> Don't cut it out. Let them see. They're gonna miss it. <laughs> We, th- we, this is podcast nouveau. We show you Wait. everything. Speaking of screaming children, Ladybird, ladies and gentlemen, um, <laughs> she, um, <laughs> Jason and I realize that she doesn't know that he and I can talk to each other <laughs> because, <laughs> because like I'll feed her and then sit back down next to Jason who's just come home and then she'll act to him like she hasn't eaten yet. That and I'm is like, so funny. Oh, you think that I am incapable of telling him that I fed him because he wasn't here when I did it? That is so funny. That's why dogs think human beings are omnipotent because they're like, how do they know? Like, oh, interesting. She does have some fair reason to think that we don't talk to each other <laughs> because I think for like a week and a half, he and I both would just feed her breakfast and dinner separately oh my god we were so tired and and stupid that like that is so <laughs> funny so it's not like this is an all dogs thing this is maybe just a ladybird and us being very tired thing one time this does make me think that um the warren's old dog cosmo one time <laughs> cosmo. i was i was over and cosmo was sitting on the couch and the top of cosmo's head looked like jimmy warren's head and I was making bagels or I was like, you know, preparing myself a bagel. And I said to Cosmo, Jimmy, do you want a bagel? <laughs> and, <laughs> and Cosmo kind of looked like, like sort of to the side, like, this is my big chance. Like, I could just start a, a new life right now. <laughs> Cosmo, would you like to be a man? <laughs> It just always makes yes. me laugh. Um, yes. <laughs> Cosmo. Would the dog like a bagel? Yes. <laughs> the dog wants a bagel. Anyway. Oh, my God. Wow. This is a silly podcast day. It's a We're very silly, silly podcast day. We're having fun, everybody here on the podcast. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had silly, not fun constantly? God, that's all day. Yeah, all day, every that's day. If you, do, if you do comedy for a living. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Silly frustration. Fun. Silly fear. Really silly. Anna, what would you do? Because we've talked about this pretty recently about like um, haunting baby cries. Yeah. If you were to hear a distant baby cry in Allie's shoes, is the, the first thought is like, this is a baby or is the first thought this is a ghost or like an animal? What's the, what's the thought process? I think my hopeful first thought is it's a litter of kittens or puppies that I have to feed out of a syringe. Oh no. (laughs) I guess I have to put a cardboard box full of fleecy blankets. And, and even though fleece is bad because of microplastics, the kittens don't know that. And I still put them in it and I have to take my time with them. Wow. I get so excited when I think maybe today's the day I have to take care of a litter. That is very funny. It's the only thing I want, and Jason will not let me do it. <laughs> also, I did not know the microfibers thing. It's a th- yeah. Listen, it's a bad day to know this. I'm sorry. Fleece is really bad. It's bad in fish and our lungs or whatever. I don't oh, know. God. Well, But it's Ladybird's favorite texture. It's mother blanket, right? It's the mother texture. Yeah. 
I wish Lady we could Bird do Lanza. that in a way that's not killing everything and all of us. I think the only my friend AZ um, posted about how bad fleeces and that she was getting a, a toy for a friend's baby and it was impossible to find a stuffed animal that didn't have that on it. And yes. she had to order this like hard cotton thing from Germany. <laughs> it's like the only other option is like. Yeah. The punishment angry. bear. Yeah. <laughs> you are a fool. Yeah. <laughs> you do not. You do not produce labor. You must yeah. sit and if, touch this. If you want to embrace an inanimate object, you get a rash. <laughs> you have to pay. <laughs> Um, Andrew, what's your first thought? Uh, yeah, similarly, I just know how messed up cats can sound and just how close they can get to a baby cry, which is probably my unhealthy response to it. Um, but I think I do, like, I do, I have a very, like, primal thing in my brain that when there is a baby crying, it stresses me out so much. Like, oh, interesting. I'm like, we gotta, we, we gotta, whatever the, whatever the problem is, we gotta fix it. Cause this, this has to stop, you know? Um, right. Not, yeah. Like not, you not feel like stirred. Like yeah. Maternally. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so. Maternally stirred. Like, I'm not like someone shut that baby. Like, that's not the thing, but I am like, whatever the problem <laughs> is, you know? Um, I've <laughs> recently, I thought that I'd love to rob a bank, not to like, not for any reason other than I want to yell, would someone shut that baby up? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, I, my God. I love that so much, Anna. Andrew, this is like such a tangential question from the amazing story that we just heard, which is maybe rude. But would you <laughs> – does it appeal to you on any level to be like a, a full-time stay-at-home parent at some point in your life? Yes and no. I mean here's the thing. Like there are things that I know that I'd be very good at in that in that respect. Um, like I love I love creating like a seasonal experience and finding like the micro seasons, <laughs> you know. Um, and I think like – I think like in um, teaching a kid to enjoy that, I think I really um, respond well to. Um, I do think, I mean, kind of in the same way that like my mom, my mom was a stay at home mom, but also was an incredibly busy mom, you know? Right. So like she was out and about. So I think like, I think it's an, I can't imagine being like a frontier homemaker who's like always at the house, always taking care of things at the house. I think that would, that would kind of drive me crazy. But I, I I definitely, I think Chris and I, in the event we have kids would like, would sort of share the stay at home parent role. Um, Because I think Chris likes doing science experiments with kids and like (laughs) fixing things with kids. And I'm like, um, like everybody sit down, I'm going to make you a big bland cookie and some hot chocolate, you know, like that's kind of, (laughs) that's more my vibe. Oh my God. It sounds like you guys would be good youpers. I think we'd be good youpers or, um, grandmothers in the 19, grandparents in the 1950s. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. My gender is grandmother. (laughs) Grandpas can make cookies too, everybody. Any gender can be a grandmother. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Um, wow, that rocks. Yeah, how about you, Anna? No. <laughs> um, Allie, great story. <laughs> A future where my child is listening to my podcast. That is very funny. That means oh, that means no. a lot has happened. Maybe maybe that's a good thing if your kid is listening to your podcast. The idea that a podcast would be heard by 
That is very Hell, funny. It's, it's bad society. It is um, disarming to me when any of my nieces and nephews are like, well, on the podcast you said, I'm like, hey. Like yeah. Oh, boy. Don't do anything I say, everybody. Don't think anything. <laughs> I am a quiet, <laughs> light safe. authority figure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Has your child had thoughts? <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. Get him a game gear. Yeah. Don't you do this. Don't do this. Allie, what a story. And you've painted such a portrait of, of the North. I know. Really such a rich history in, um, in, or a rich culture in Michigan. We really appreciate it. Sorry you got COVID, though. And, I, you know, it. this really should have been a ghost, I have to say. It's crazy that it wasn't a ghost. I mean, I'm not, like you, like you pointed out, Allie, phone is ghost. Ghost is phone. Um, I don't know how to explain <laughs> yeah. how the baby voice gets on the phone and then into the Bluetooth speaker. You know, that feels pretty supernatural to me. Certainly. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. That's very fair. Um, also, like, I this was close to being a ghost story that had my favorite element in it, which is the ghost so real, you run to neighbor house to get help because you think someone hurt. Ghosts like, so real, you run ghosts to a neighbor's so house. Ghosts so real, you run to neighbor's house. Yeah. Um, this feels like um, th- this feels like lyrics to a Cisco song. <laughs> when the ghost, when the ghost so real, <laughs> it's a TikTok. <laughs> that is, that's what. I- <laughs> when the ghost so real, you run to neighbor's house. <laughs> Baby phone goes to be like. <laughs> When my mom. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> yes, Anna and I know TikTok. We've Teens. seen it. We've been shown it while wearing readers. <laughs> that's true. And said, now how does, oh, that's funny. Okay. <laughs> and they talk while the, okay. <laughs> Ladybird, come here. She's screaming. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because it's like. Well, anything can sound like a ghost, but when two reasonable people are running to a neighbor's house, yeah, that's how you know that is they very... weren't they weren't just pretending or hearing something. <laughs> it were ghosts. Anna, Anna, you bringing up us being elderly people looking at TikTok does make me think of that video of the grandmother learning how to use talk to text, but then she doesn't <laughs> know how to stop it, <laughs> and she's like. <laughs> It like just goes so off the rails, and then she's like, "Wait, no, I don't know who's saying this to me." I um, oh dear, um, <laughs> and it just is this never-ending message. I need you to know that I don't know how to end talk to text either, and like, I almost always do it when I'm too lazy to type, but then sometimes I do it when my hands are covered in butter or whatever, and like. <laughs> I am that woman every time. <laughs> Wait, what madness is this? This is it's the 21st century equivalent to a runaway train. There's just no st- <laughs> there's no stopping it. Oh God, that baby stroller is rolling out onto the track. Yeah, you need a man with a horse to come stop your talk to text. <laughs> I'd love to see that. That sounds handsome. Um, Anna, I think it is time for our favorite segment. Scary, scary ideas, ideas for, for things, things that, that could happen. happen. I almost said, I, I don't know what's going on. My mouth is not woken up yet. Anyway. Um, no one's no one's doing great. It's time to just get in a sauna and not do anything. That's exact. I'm mostly Nog at this point, so I can't be held responsible. <laughs> He's Nog. <laughs> He's Nog. Um, Anna, do you have an impulse to go first or second? I have an impulse to go second. Hey, that's great. Okay. Here's mine. 
You are flying on a little puddle jumper airplane for the first time. It's very stressful. And you look out the window and you remember that Twilight Zone episode about the troll. And you think, oh yeah, that was such a crazy episode. And the costume at the time may have seemed scary, but right now it looks so silly. And as you're thinking that, someone on the plane turns to you and goes, troll in the plane! And you look in the window and in your reflection you see you've been the troll this whole time. Oh, that could happen. That could happen, Andrew. No one's saying it couldn't. And, I mean, it could be, what is it, a, a lowland Michigander is called the troll? What's it called again? Uh, Lower Peninsula? Lower Peninsula, yeah. So troll? this is this whole episode really goes out to Michigan. This episode is Michigan. Sponsored yeah. by Michigan. <laughs> Have you ever Michigan? Michigan. Better Michigan, yeah. <laughs> it's Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good state motto. It's Maine. It's <laughs> yeah, that's, Maine. It's Maine. That's how you talk about one of your kids that you love, but they haven't really figured things out yet. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> and this okay. is Becky. Yeah. And that's Michigan. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. You are a tiny little dog. And you would like more breakfast (laughs) (laughs) that That could happen (laughs) (laughs) it's scary to want wanting is scary and and it is scary wanting more of what you already have 100 percent. wow you can't eat breakfast if it's in you that's anna neither (laughs) true words have never been spoken (laughs) um well this was a very fun one anna Yes, good episode. Thank you so much to Allie for yes. writing with this great story. Sorry that you and you guys were out panking for no reason. Did I, I do it? Did I, I know. It? Happy Thanksgiving, Tell me I everybody. Did Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's time to give panks. <laughs> we don't do it oh enough. We don't. Um, so, th- yeah, thank you so much, everybody. And, um, and also, everybody, get, get out. out forever. <laughs> Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Scary Stories to Tell on the Pod is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Chris Ryan. Cover art by Bats Langley. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team, And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. 